There she is. You're on mute, love. Mute. You're mute. On, you're on. You're on mute. I'm mute. Still can't hear. Still can't hear. <laughs> oh, oh, ah, oh, there yeah. you go. Oh, hello. Hey, you're right. <laughs> well, that, I am there. Um... Well, I just want to get out of a Christmas wrapper, out of <laughs> <laughs> I thought I fixed it and then just went, oh, how unprofessional. And <laughs> realised you still couldn't hear us. <laughs> oh, dear. So, do you want to right, do an okay. intro? Or... Yeah, let's do an intro. You got me yeah. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get notoriously nervous, don't you? I've been listening yeah. to all of the podcasts yeah. so yeah. far. I've been enjoying them, yeah. Or 40 of them. <laughs> What's the 40 of them? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. I'm 40 now. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> yeah, Simon goes to absolute pieces whenever we have to do an intro or an outro. No, no, right, I'll tell you what, I'll do this one. Mm. I'll do this one. False confidence, I've seen right, that are you face. ready? Are we ready? <laughs> <laughs> well, then do, do a sure. shot. <laughs> right, okay, here we go. Right, ready? Yeah. Are you looping up? That sounded like looping <laughs> <coughs> right, okay. Try doing it Hello, everyone. <laughs> Try doing it without cupping your balls this time. <laughs> right, finger up the arse. Okay, right? Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new series of the Simon and Ross podcast. Yay! <laughs> Right, go on, you do that. That's right. I didn't know Mr. Bean was also a part of the podcast. It was Kermit. It was Welcome to the Saturday Rose Podcast Show. Yeah. So this will be the this will be the first will this be the first episode of technically series two or the yes. first podcast yeah. of twenty twenty one. Yes. Awesome. And we're joined by a very special guest. Um Oh, we're in. It's we're our, in. Our, <laughs> all right. It's so. our, yeah, our favourite Georgie. Whenever Mark Knopfler's not in the room, <laughs> I think Mark Knopfler's at Georgie, and I think Michaela's. If you're from Shields, do, do you is that do you class yourself as a Georgie or not? Yeah, I mean the technical term is sun dancer. Is is what you should class yourself. That's what they're called. But they sound I like know. a hippie. Or a yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you don't hear me. We're joined by our favourite sand dancer, Michaela McGuinness. <laughs> these, these sand dancers coming over, nicking our jobs. <laughs> so we're going to do the same format as we have with previous guests. Michaela's going to tell us about what she's going to give us clues to, her top five favourite films. We're going to try and guess them as we go through. Um, enjoy it. Have a nice time. And we'll see you on the other side. There you go. Intro done. That's fine. We have pre-checked. She knows what a list is. She's seen some movies. 
and one of them isn't Balto, so we're doing all right. Oh, it's better not Lewis. <laughs> I mentioned I mentioned uh, Balto to some to my brother-in-law the other day, and I, I was he was asking about the podcast, and I said, yeah, his number five was some bullshit film called Balto, and he went, oh yeah, Balto, I remember that, yeah, class, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it is just me and you. I think it is us. I think I think we're in the wrong. Show me a picture of him in Central Park next to the statue. <laughs> well, you, you get people like furries, don't you? Maybe there's like a group of people who just love bulldogs. Furries, those like... people who dress up as teddies with the ass cut out of it and meet up in North <laughs> Sort of. And they, they used to hang around outside, uh, well, around Millennium Square these furry people well it's people that just dress up as these like i don't know is it like the pe- like the people that dress up as my my little pony unicorns or whatever it is? yeah like yeah. shit like but that what they, they, they like, cult. that's part of the deal isn't it i think there's many rumors that come out of mm. furries i don't i, know I was led to i was led to believe them. that they all have um <laughs> it's like my little pony but with assless chaps the chapless asses <laughs> assless chaps <laughs> And they and they all um it's like it's like swingers but you dress up as furry animals. That's what I that's what I thought. When, when that's, you, that's, when that's, you first that's the one I went to anyway. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when you first said arseless chaps, I thought you just being like really nice about men. It's like, oh these these arseless these arseless chaps over here. Let me let me introduce you to this arseless chap over here. Nothing to worry about. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you don't need to be nervous, they're all arseless. <laughs> Well, I know what Simon's going to want to start that's... with. What's that then? The same thing you've started with every time I've had a guest on. Oh yeah. So, welcome, welcome to Michaela, who's joined us for a, for her uh, top five movies. Hello, Michaela. Hello. Hello. Is this is this thing on? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Well, I don't know what you want me to say. I just thought it was another continuation of the intro. No, no, so. this, this is it. This is it. We're, we're moving okay. now. This, this ah. is the podcast. Well, I thought they'd go, who are you? What are you? Where are you? Who am I? Uh, where's that? <laughs> where's that? <laughs> That's what I was trying to team up for. But... <laughs> That's well, what I was th- waiting for. <laughs> thanks for asking, Michaela, because here it comes. Who are you? Where are you? Why are you? When are you? How are you? What is you? Who are you? Who are you? Where are you? Why are you? When are you? How are you? What is you? Who are you? Where are you? Why are you? When are you? How are you? What is you? Who are you? Where are you? Why are you? When are you? How are you? What is you? Okay, so well, at least Michaela's the first person to ask for that jingle. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favourite bit. I was trying to think of an answer for it for ages. It's, it's a very intense isn't thing, it? isn't it? Yeah, isn't every it? question isn't is it? like a slap, isn't it? <laughs> so, Michaela, can you answer those questions for us, please? Well, I tried thinking of the, the simplest way of trying to condense it, condensing okay. it down. So... I'm technically one of the four mistakes my mum produced. Uh, one of the two uh, in in the 90s, uh, scientifically. Because <laughs> apparently four, all four of her children were, were accidents. Like, that's quite careless, if you ask me. Uh, well, did you just fall out while she was shopping? <laughs> <laughs> 
It kind of reminds me. She of just picked me uh, up in the frozen aisle. It kind of reminds me of that Alan Partridge bit when uh, he's he's getting interviewed and he says, "I believe you've got, um, I believe you've got two children of your own, Alan." He goes, "I do, yes, both of which were unplanned, and um, unfortunately, <laughs> they do pick up on it." <laughs> what's it? What's his children's names? Wasn't it F Fernando and? Yeah, uh, so, yeah, I can't remember. Chica Cheetah, yeah, something really. like that. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so what? What does that answer, Michaela? Who are you? All oh, right, you're a mistake. Mistake. Right. Yeah. Michaela is a mistake. Yeah. And the and the third mistake. I'm not the last mistake. Okay. Which... <laughs> I don't know if that values me of more important <laughs> <laughs> on some sort of scale, but yeah. The, the lesser of the four mistakes. <laughs> it's over the course of 40 years as well, so you're, you're the, it's quite you're a lesson big... that has yet to be learned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quite poetic, if you put it that way. <laughs> Luckily, biologically, I, th I think it's came to an end. <laughs> 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 so whether the lesson has been learned or whether it's just came to a natural end, I don't know. But yeah, the third mistake. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So that who, I guess, answer the rest. Well, well that's why. I mean. Uh, right. Oh, why? All right. Say so that's why. Right. We'll start with the first one. Who? Who are you? Yeah, Michaela. One of the third. Out of the right, okay. okay, so well, I try to make it simple. I don't want everyone knowing my business. Simon has I mean? to break it down into bite size. <laughs> got to, got to this, this, this is it's got it's like bite sized content that you know, people that are just listening like by accident, they'll go, Oh, that's it, right? <laughs> well, it answers who and why, yeah, where, where, when, where, where, when I, swear, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know where uh, it was around September. Which um, what was what was <laughs> the the conception? Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was trying to be specific to the fact that again. Tell me more about this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any more about it, but do you, do you have any do you have any photographic evidence of the conception? <laughs> Hopefully, it doesn't exist anywhere. <laughs> you can't be too careful. It doesn't exist anywhere. Did they have like interdimensional intercourse? <laughs> it must exist somewhere. <laughs> you can only hope that there is another version of you that wasn't a mistake, just not in this universe. Yeah. <laughs> Your fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, uh, Essex, that's a where. That, that, <laughs> a room. Of what? Of what? <laughs> right, a, okay. A that's just a place. <laughs> <laughs> it's not e Essex <laughs> September in the nineties. Right, okay. Bring out of the form sticks. Is Essex also a state of mind? I don't know. <laughs> right, I mean, probably. <laughs> Have you never done the Essex? <laughs> Is that page eighteen of the Karma Sutra? <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So is that all your answers? <laughs> well, I thought I'd just try and make it narrow. Like right, okay. Sentence. Yeah, yeah, very good. So, so from the answers, who are you, where are you, why are you, when are you, how are you, and what is you? It's Essex and a mistake, a third mistake. That, that's it. Yeah, in the 90s. <laughs> oh, sorry, 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 I forgot about that. Well, I thought I'd um, just bring you facts and figures, because... 
Yeah, I mean, very good. It makes it well-rounded, doesn't it? <laughs> okay. No well, that's, context. that's cleared everything up. Thanks for fancy shit stats on this show. <laughs> So as, as you said, you, you've been listening to the last to the last few podcasts, so yeah. you, you, you're more or less aware of, of, of what we do. So you're here to talk about your top five movies, did we say five? We said five, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. So before we get onto that, I've, have you got any on your reject pile um, that you'd like to discuss? Maybe just to give us an idea of, of, of what we're looking at. <laughs> we already know, Simon. A mistake. <laughs> Third mistake. Third mistake in Essex. <laughs> uh, so the films that didn't make it in yeah. i mean we're never gonna make it in is like right so they weren't contemplated to be in the top five so i don't know how much of a of an overview it's going to be okay um it's more just memories that i think should be uh, memories f- films that i think that should be <laughs> films are memories though yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> I'm reading this because I've highlighted stuff to say. So I'm getting all fucking confused. But... <laughs> <laughs> is, is, it leather, is it leather bound? <laughs> Perfect bound. <laughs> it's got a cover and everything. <laughs> but I've got, I've got a couple of films. So do you want the clues for these films, do you? Mm, or, go, go on then. May as well, well if you've got clues for them. <laughs> So one of the films that didn't make it in, Jordan Hoffman, which is a film critic of The the Guardian, described this film as the relentless monstrosity of a film rife with fetishized cellulite, disgusting food and firehose penises. It's not for everyone, but perhaps it should be in his four-star review. It was a 2016 film. Um, the guy that did the soundtrack um, that was made into a really good vinyl. Weird vinyl, weird film was made by Andrew Hung. The soundtrack. I don't know who. Magic Mike. No. Simon <laughs> just heard penises. Just read that review again, please. <laughs> the relentless monstrosity of a film rife with fetishized cellulite, disgusting food and firehose penises. It's not for everyone, but perhaps it should be. 2016. Firehose penises. <laughs> fetishized cellulite. <laughs> These are all good names to the podcast, Ross. Keep going. <laughs> Have you got a copy of my Christmas list there? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bloody hell! So it sounds like it sounds like a very full-on, very unsubtle film that's only four years old. You... Yeah, I doubt it would have been in the cinema, from the looks of it. Uh, Definitely not a PG film. Is it? Is it just? Is it hardcore porn? Is that? Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it? Um, um, is it? Is it? Um, um, like, a, is it a, a standalone film or did it come from a, a book or a series or a, 
But all the films are kind of like, are usually standalone films. They're not part of a, well, then again. Yeah, this film is. It's a standalone film. I could not imagine there'd be a second or a third. Like, it's just a standalone film. It's an independent film. And it's truly the most fucked up film I've ever seen in my life. That's why I, I uh, sort of gave it a mention. Uh, mother? No. Oh. <laughs> Where's the penis yeah. as a mother? <laughs> She's a mother. There must have been a penis at some point. <laughs> uh, if it's an indie film, that makes me think, like... If, yeah, I, I, it I, is. I might not have even heard of it, perhaps. Is there a chance we've never heard of it? Yes. Just tell much. us, then. Just tell us. <laughs> I, I didn't know how long to it. I was like, maybe it is because the, the vinyl is... I don't know. I don't know whether it's been given any soundtrack awards, but it's just really weird. It's called The Greasy Strangler. And it's so weird. That, that is a porn film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's got like the weirdest plot. Like it's like the son and his dad and the son's like in his like 40s. His dad's like in his 60s or 70s. And I, I could not try and explain what the point of this film was. Like, I mean, it's like films like that have no point but it's it's meant to be sort of a horror slash comedy um i've got no other facts about it because <laughs> tell me about the whole type penises <laughs> <laughs> it's just like there's one scene like <laughs> weirdly that just, <laughs> that's that's just goes through naked in a car wash. <laughs> <laughs> forget about the penises tell me about the cellulite <laughs> <laughs> I can't say anything other, like about it other than you, you just sort of have to wash into it and the, the, you have to listen to the soundtrack. Yeah, right. so watching it is, yeah, an experience in itself. But there's a lot of weird YouTube clips from it and it's got like an odd sort of cinema... cinema how do you say it? Cinema graphics? Cinema Cinematography? Yes, yeah, cinema, yeah. It's, it's filmed really weirdly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So yeah, that's one of the rejects. What about, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what, how what that tells us about what the potential top five could be. <laughs> we're not we're not going to guess a single Nothing. one. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, my top five are a tiny no, bit more mainstream. Number five is Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's going to be like no. number no. five is Toy Story, number four is Cannibal Holocaust type thing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you could probably like link my top five, but I, I don't know. But well, how did you um? How did you what what sort of process did you did you go through for? Because we found that like um, a lot of our top five lists were like uh, you know they weren't necessarily films that if someone said if someone sat you in the corner and said pick a film any film right now you know there might be some in there that you might not ever watch again, but it was like an event film, so it's something that you associate with a particular time in your life. Or like for me something that I might have watched at my grandma's, um, which, which thankfully had nothing to do with horsepipe cocks or, or cellulite. <laughs> it, was all, it was all very much PG. Um, so how did you go about selecting your, what was your process? Well, I sort of, I've always had my top one, my top number one film. I know people say they find it really hard and I've always had my favorite film. It'll always exist there. I've seen plenty of films since. And it's just because I got obsessed buy it and it links to a like it's not just a film it has a wider sort of uh context sort of around it um definitely bambi 
<laughs> the other films, it was sort of, I was just sitting on the list and some of them sort of came and went. Some of them I watched um, just to sort of verify, give it sort of the thumbs up that would either continue that's, to be in the that's list. That's sometimes the worst thing to do, though. Because you're watching it thinking, oh, I was going to put this as number three. It's not anymore. Well, I, I don't worry about stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I live. <laughs> just, making, just making conversation. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a podcast, you know. <laughs> I just want you to know that <laughs> I didn't think too, too much into it. It was okay. sort of a rough of all, overview. But, um, so give us another reject then, if, if okay. that's the case. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I've got no facts, like no major facts about the rejects. Okay. I mean, not that you're going to guess this one off the bat. It, it was a 2005, um, documentary in the cinemas. I was eight years old and this was the first one I've ever seen. Um, I don't know what else I can. Uh, a super size me. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I didn't know whether you had to guess the reject, so well, there's no, no way you tried. No, we don't know one. Okay, good. Well, I saw. So this is the first one I ever want to see. So as far as I know, before years, before eight years old, I was never at the cinemas. Which okay. I mean, I don't know it was a big thing, but I've never grown up with any sort of specific films, which is probably. Why you were watching horse pipe penises? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it is perfectly normal. <laughs> But like sort of like classic films, like I saw Harry Potter, but I find I it. Wasn't I, 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 the Rings, the Star Wars, or whatever. I think, but I, like, I think Simon's just had a very similar sort of uh, scary <laughs> moment when you said classic films and then followed it by saying Harry Potter. <laughs> 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 was, right, let's let's shut it I down. was expecting you to say like <laughs> I don't know Das Boot or. <laughs> Nosferatu, or <laughs> you know, you know those, those classic films like Love Actually and uh, The Polar Express. Yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. classic animation like Dexter's Laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, classic films of a certain now with stuff like obviously Pulp Fiction and like I don't know. I don't, well, classic films to me. Uh, well, I suppose you've got like Star Wars, and I'm never a massive fan of like sci-fi or any sort of like I don't know. <laughs> I don't really like there was when I was in school there was a bunch of boys that used to sit on the other table and they used to talk about like Marvel films and stuff like that and I just I don't know I know it's the the exact opposite because I know you guys love like sci-fi and other stuff like that and I couldn't think of anything worse but then again I've just brought up this sci-fi horror penis thing and it doesn't sound like <laughs> you've set the tone I mean yeah. I didn't say I was not planning on saying fetishized cellulite <laughs> that was all you. <laughs> I've just, I don't Is know. Like yeah, Did you so... go over to the table of lads who were sort of geeking out on Iron Man and then drop that on them? <laughs> <laughs> lads, <laughs> I couldn't ever notice you were talking sci fi. <laughs> Have you ever heard of this? <laughs> oh. No, nah, but I've just never been a fan of like superhero movies. Like, Fair I can enough. sort of tolerate. Batman, um, but I just I just don't get the appeal. Like a man dressed as a spider, just no, that's Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's no, why you get generally. <laughs> yeah, Batman coincidentally. It's all a blur. 
<laughs> but it would be, but it would be very strange if Iron Man was dressed as an iron. <laughs> Just sliding across your jeans. <laughs> just goes out ahead of all the other Avengers and just flattens mountains so they can fly yeah, through. Yeah, he just, he, just, he just gets rid of all the creases so you've got a nice, little, yeah. a nice smooth journey. Uh, I'd probably like that better. Yeah. <laughs> probably it's a very satisfying watch. Like, boy, just all the creases are nothing to him. As <laughs> long, long as a massive cock was dangling down. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have started off with the Grisha Strangler, really, on reflection. Uh, I don't think you should finish with it either. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What was the documentary um, called? Yeah, what was the documentary? Was it Bowie uh, for Mar Colourbone or something? Uh, March of the Penguins. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Obsessed yeah. with penguins. I, I used to have a giant um, poster on my door when I was like 13, 14, and it was a giant March of the Penguins poster. I used to be well into penguins, me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, no, I was the same. I'm saying that because that's the thing about my accent. Everyone thinks I'm being sarcastic all the time. I keep getting called up out of fun of. I love March of the Penguins. Like that's that's sick. I love we, that. We, we went to the cinema to see March of the Penguins. It was it was really good. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, it is really good. Morgan Free yeah. Morgan Freeman narrated it, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. yeah. So 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 growing up, your um, it's your your hobbies <laughs> and your interests were. Sally like cocks and penguins. Cocks and penguins. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the link? Isn't, a, is, isn't that one of those things? Isn't a male penguin called a cock as well? Uh, don't uh, know. Uh, uh, send, send, send that in to us if you know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Just say cocks yes or cocks no. <laughs> What a wonderful way to enter into 2021. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> yeah, let's get Cox trending. <laughs> uh, right. So, uh, what is it? The Slippery Strangler and March of the Penguins. <laughs> the Greasy Strangler. All right, yeah. <laughs> also known as the Slippery Strangler. <laughs> The slippery penguin. Also yeah. known by the local police. <laughs> <laughs> just stood in the middle of a field standing over an egg. It's weird. <laughs> Honestly, like you need to watch this film and, and talk about it in the future because it's so fucked up. Like it's odd. <laughs> there's this weird bit where you just there's this seven-year-old guy with this massive like dick just walking out of a car wash and he's all soaking it. I, I, <laughs> It's really haunted us. I probably shouldn't have watched it. But the soundtrack's pretty good as well. Like, it's a pretty cool vinyl. Which is uh, the soundtrack there. Uh, that wasn't a film. It was the news. And I was very, very drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to Google it. Nothing was coming up. <laughs> I, don't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know whether to be complimented on how they generously reported my penis size. Or he mistook me for a 70-year-old man. <laughs> or, or, or more, or more annoyed that I had to put another pounding because they didn't clean the, clean it all the way all the way along. <laughs> yeah. well, the problem is when when you when you enter a car wash with a dip like that, the front is already out the other side. Yeah. So that, well, the front the front the front's being waxed before yeah, they've exactly. actually washed your balls. So, yeah, you know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Common problem. Yeah. And there was yeah the suds behind the helm even after the wash. <laughs> 
You had to do a brake test before you left. This is horrific. This is not <laughs> the experience. That you, brought, you brought it up. You I, brought when, it I came, up. when I came out, they said, uh, they said, uh, they said, it's an, they said it's an extra fiver if you want your rims doing. I said, no, it was just a cock hours after thanks. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go by a pseudonym or something like that. If people like find... yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. Right, okay. So ju just rattle the next couple off if you've got some more. <laughs> right. Um, so the, the next one is part of a sort of a series of films. Um, I can't say the name of it because I've just spoiled it. Simon's still gone. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm listening to Simon. I'm watching Simon. I was speaking and oh. looking and I, I wondered if he'd pass out in the middle of it, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, right, back on now, back in the room. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, right. So okay. This film is considered to be one of the the worst films ever made. Um, it doesn't. It's the second version of this film, even though there was no first one. Oh yes. Is it the one that the disaster artist was made about? No. Oh, okay. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> but it is like a cult film. Right. Okay. What do you say, Ross? Still the reject ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, so th there's no follow on this follow on from this film, but it is the second film made from it, right. which makes it even more confusing. Um, the title of the film it doesn't include what the title of the film is. Oh, this is so hard to try and describe. It's just. It's just got a really big cult following and it's just known to be like one of the worst films ever made. I think it has like a 5% rate. It was made in 1992 and it has like a 5% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Usually I don't go below about 70 on Rotten Tomatoes in terms of all my films. I'm quite a, a bit of a snob when it comes to that. But for this, um, people like it because it's so bad. Uh, the acting's terrible. Uh, apparently on, on set as well. It <laughs> So I don't know if it's the director just couldn't speak much English and he was trying to like communicate with a cast and it was just horrendous. It was just known to have really bad acting, it not turning out. You should know this, you guys are big into films. Well, no. The clues aren't really, I mean. It's hard to say, like I can't say the type of the film without spoiling what it but, is. Yeah, obviously, because uh, that's yeah. the answer. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm just thinking, like, so it it's, is it's, it's, when you, it's when you said, like, title of the film is not the title of the film. It's really like, <laughs> well, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> well, the title of the film doesn't include what the film's about. Oh, right. Oh, that's so that's, it's got no relevance. That, yeah, that's, that's okay. Um, Which is, yeah, sorry, confusing. Uh, you know, who, who, who acts in it? Is there any actors that we might know in it? Or... Anything about the I plot? don't think so. Um, no, um, again, it's one of the things when I'll say the film, usually <laughs> it sort of says it all really, yeah. but it's just known to be one of the worst films ever made. There was like conventions that people used to go to because 
they were obsessed about how rubbish this film was. There used to be massive screenings because it was just notoriously the worst film ever made at the time and is still set to be really, really bad in terms of films made in general. So, like, people would purposely go to see it because it's so shit. <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway, this. <laughs> Can we talk about Cox again? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was on safer ground there. Um, absolutely no, no idea. If, you, if, you, if you'd like to tell us what it is, then you're more than welcome. Yeah, so it's called Troll 2. So Troll 2 was made without there ever being a Troll 1. There's no fucking trolls in it. It's gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> And that's it. It has like the worst acting. It's meant to be some sort of horror-esque in the 90s. And it's this like little independent film, and it's just really weird. Like people buy it for people that like sort of like Secret Santa presents because it, it's just a really bad film. <laughs> and I can't remember how I received it. Uh, someone burdened it onto me, but uh, it luckily came of use in the reject pile many many years later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it's uh... it's just a. I can't even tell you the plot because the acting's so bad. It's sort of just, <laughs> like <laughs> there's pictures of it. And it's just, yeah, it's just really weird. Like, there'll be documentaries. I think there's a documentary on s- sort of the worst films made of all time. And they, they try and they, they did sort of like interviews with some of the the actors. And one of the actors, I think, who plays a, ten- a dentist is actually a dentist. And I don't know how he managed to get this role. I can tell you how he got it's it. It's just you're looking, really you're looking weird. For a dentist, use one. <laughs> <laughs> it's turned out when you want to be in a, a film with Blockbuster of the Century. But yeah, it's just really, really bad. It's just, yeah, widely, just worldwide. It's an American film. Yeah. Um, I, it's I've not got, I've got the, rubbish. That's the cover. Yeah, and it, it's not Trolls, is it? No. <laughs> no, it, it's sort of a follow-up to another film. Well, people have speculated, but there's never been a trolled one, ever. The, the, yeah, it was decided <laughs> to market it as a sequel to the 1986 horror, although the two have no connection. <laughs> and this movie features no trolls. <laughs> so It's one of the movies that you stick on, like, uh, I think I got it when I was in uni, and we used to just stick it on when we were really... Uh, the plot concerns a family pursued by vegetarian goblins who seek to mutilate them into plants so that they can eat them. <laughs> um, yeah. To be honest, I've, I've, I've lost count the amount of times I've tried to disguise a steak as broccoli to pull back It caused a bit of outrage at the time because it was supposed to be like this sort of like anti-vegetarianism propaganda. So, a bit weird. Just an odd film, have to watch it. Should yeah, be in your yeah, DVD yeah. collection. Yeah, it, it isn't and won't be. But thanks. Let's go let's go on to let's go on to number five. Okay. Okay. Number five is a bit more Dad? Is that how you make the sound? What? Is that how you do the sound? To yeah. Go the... Fucking hell. Nice, so... that's the first thought, is it? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
within the film, so that's when I was showing you this, it actually has a bit of a connection. So in this film, there's a newspaper article that can be spotted on screen near the beginning of the movie that secretly spoils the whole plot, including the ending. It's not um, Seven, is it? No. Um... Is there more clues? Yeah, yeah. I've written, um, I've written something down because something rings a bell. The film shot in three different aspect ratios in order to help the audience differentiate between the three historical periods within uh, in which the film is set. Um, so the, the 80s, the 60s and the 30s. Mm. More clues? Not, it's not what I wrote down. Yeah, I've got, <laughs> I've got more. Um, Filmmakers shot the film in 10 weeks, from January to March 2013, in Eastern Germany. Is it a German film? No. <laughs> I have given you, like, the hardest clues. These are fucking hard. Like, I feel like these are only things you'd know if you know the answer. Like... Uh... <laughs> it's kind of point, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how quizzing works. <laughs> I'm afraid, Chris Tarrant, that's an unfair answer, a question, because I do not know the answer. Can you only ask me questions that I know the answer to, please? Thank It'd be you. more of a slumdog millionaire sort of yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, fucking hell. I mean, I, I, from what you've given me so far, I've... I've uh, so, so it shot... So it was... When was it released? 2013? Um, 2014, but it was shot in obviously 2013. Eastern Germany. Um, the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Yeah, uh, if it helps, it's a well-known director. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, it's a bit less obscure than the last ones. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, um, it's known for a, sort of it's it's a comedy drama film. Um, very much known for a stylistic sort of type of filming. So do we need to narrow down? Very, very recognisable in terms of sort of its cinematography and sort of the, the way it's filmed. Is it, a, is, it a, is it a Quentin Tarantino film? No, but oh. think along them lines in terms of big directors. Uh, Mike Scorsese. No. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> No, we'll go down like more arts films, but like mainstream art art films. Darren Aronofsky. <laughs> no. Darren Aron Aron Aronofsky. Um. <laughs> I don't know how more specific I can. Uh, yeah, David. I can um, what's the guy called? It did Twin Peaks. Lynch. David Lynch. No, but you you're getting close. You're getting close. Pedro Almodovar. No. <laughs> um, go it, go it, go it, go it, go it. I'm done this evening. del Toro. I'm trying to think of. So the, there's usually photographs of the locations that look similar to the ones featured in these films. So there's like an Instagram dedicated to this director and the the type of locations they they film. They've got a very stylistic look to them. Hmm. Oh. I, I've got nothing. <laughs> got absolutely nothing. Well, I feel like we, I mean, we know the film, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Michaela, we know the, we know the film. We've heard of the film, right? 
Yeah, you should have. I hope so. I, I think this is mainstream, so God help me if you haven't. <laughs> it's one of the classics. <laughs> that and Space Jam. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of other sort of, you know, auteur-type directors where they have a clear, recognisable style and it, that falls in line with what you're talking about. That's like a comedy drama. I'm hoping you'll kick yourself when I say is it a, what it is. Tim Burton? No, but you, ah, it's it's not like animated. It's can you can you can you give us um... actors? <laughs> um, <laughs> give us more clues. I really want to get this. I know Bill Murray often features in a few of his films. Oh, Wes Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So is it the Grand Budapest Grand yeah. Hotel? Yeah, the Grand, oh, the Budapest, Grand Budapest Hotel. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's just a really interesting film, and I could not put a Wes Anderson film yeah. in. I, I, I love that. I film. do too. That is a quality film. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just just because I'm not signed up on his Instagram account doesn't mean I don't love his films. We also did, this is a um, really good Instagram. The other films, uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty, and um, what's the one, um, uh, the submarine one, where Willem Dafoe plays, uh, what's that one called? Um, it's really, I'm trying really, to think. It's really, really good. And um, The Life Aquatic of Steve Zissou. I think that's the what one of the ones I've not that's, seen. That's, yeah, that's amazing that. as well. Um, yeah, no, a good shout out, Michaela, because um, what's it called again? The um, the Grand Budapest Hotel. That's uh, that is a. I must have seen that three or four times. I love that film. It's class. Ross, it's... can I, Ross, can I just ask you? He didn't. He didn't do Walter Mitty. Did he not? No, I don't think you. I think you don't think you've seen that Walter Mitty film. Because that has um, Steve Carell in it. No, it, no it's, it's Ben Stiller. It, oh, Ben Stiller. Oh. Yeah, that's it. Okay. it have, you, have you confused Ben Stiller and Ben Affleck again? No, well, just <laughs> double check the, the Life Aquatic of Steve Zissou is Wes Anderson. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that right, definitely no, is. Because okay. right. once, once again, Ben Stiller directed The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Is the Royal Tenenbaums a Wes Anderson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Moonrise I, Kingdom, Isle of Dogs. Yeah. Uh, I, I, Isle of Dogs is amazing. Um, but I, we, I saw, um, is it the Darjeeling Company Corporation? I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. That, that, I saw that a few think... months ago and I thought that was that was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Mm. The Life Aquatic one, I've never seen that one. But oh. I, I, I want to see it. If, you're, see in, if it. you're into Wes Anderson and you're in, um, the Grand Budapest Hotel is one of your top five, you have to see The Life Aquatic, Steve. Yeah. Because it's like... That, that's like you can see where all of the the ideas for the Grand Budapest Hotel came from because Life yeah. Aquatic is very much in the same sort of vein where all the characters are a bit fucking mental. Because yeah. Willem, Willem Dafoe is obviously in Grand Budapest Hotel, isn't he? He plays the silent assassin who just keeps following him ominously everywhere. Mm-hmm. Life Aquatic, I think, I think if I remember right, Willem Dafoe is the captain of this submarine and it's got Bill Murray, uh, Owen Wilson, um, there's quite a few, you know, uh, big actors in it. Because I, I wasn't sure about one of them. Uh, no, it's the Grand Budapest Hotel. I, I thought it was that program on BBC where, like, all the people, all the slightly older actors go and live in a hotel Mar- for a Mar- while. Yeah, I thought it was something to do with that. <laughs> I thought it was something else. I was like, no, stay away from that. And then I watched it. I thought it, it's 
it's it's it's almost perfect i think it's beautifully filmed it's really well acted mm-hmm. um thingy ray fines is amazing in it and he's it, it he's a bit one-dimensional sometimes whereas in that is is sort of perfect for it and it's just it's just quite sweet as well isn't mm-hmm. it? it the whole thing is just a sweet film and even the bits where and they're on a sledge or something and they're sliding down incredibly fast on this hill. And if any other film did that, you'd think, well, that's just the worst effect ever. But then you sort of think, well, no, it's it's kind of supposed to be a bit silly. It's supposed to be like yeah. It's done for laughs kind of yeah. thing or done well. Yeah, yeah hugely. Yeah. There's something like gimmicky about it, but there's something, yeah. you know, just you can spot a Wes Anderson film from it being done really, really well. And especially like reading a bit more because it, it's been like so great, like reading more about my sort of favourite films and learning more about sort of how it's been done. It was just interesting to see how much thought has been put into sort of the filming of it and like the free aspect ratios to sort of go back to the, the time of filming it. Yeah, that was a, that was a petty clue that I couldn't really get. Um, <laughs> I think if we'd have just finished watching that film before this podcast, I still don't think we'd have got yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I've just picked out facts from the Wikipedia. Yeah. No, it's a good so. fact as well. I, I want to go and watch it just to, to, to sure test not, that theory out. It's not, it's not the best Marigold Hotel. <laughs> you, you've, been, you've watched two seasons of Escape to the Chateau and you haven't seen Rafe Nine. What? <laughs> oh dear. Uh, no, very good choice. Well that done. Good. That's a very good number five. I'll, I'll be honest. After your rejects, I wasn't. I wasn't holding out much hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a bit concerned. I mean, we've still got four to go yet. But... <laughs> the rejects are classic, classic films. But I keep saying. Ross, I like your painting in the background. Behold, Prince Vigor. Hey, look at that. Is that what you got him for Christmas? Yeah. Are you familiar with, yeah. you familiar with is it? Is it Prince Vigor? Am I just saying, is it just Vigor? Vigo, also known as Vigo von Homburg Duschendorf, also known as the Scourge of Carpathia, Sorrow of Moldavia, Vigo the Carpathian, Vigo the Cruel, Vigo the Torturer, Vigo the Despised and Vigo the Unholy. So no, no Prince Vigo? No, no. Oh, I'll go for uh, Vigo the Scourge of Carpathia, sounds pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a title anybody can be jealous of. <laughs> got many names. <laughs> you can't just become the Scourge of Carpathia overnight. You, <laughs> <laughs> you can't just have one name if you're going to be the... The, the Vigo, the dirge, or whatever it said. <laughs> if his eyes start glowing, I don't realise. Fucking tell me. One. Mm. If purple ooze start dripping out of his face, I, I need <laughs> to know. You, you only got a couple of little LED lights just behind his eyes. Yeah, maybe I'll, just maybe I'll set it up next time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but don't tell me. So halfway through, it just starts glowing. Yeah. I said, like, Ross, Ross, Ross. I might go one step further and actually put a bag of purple slime on the back of the canvas <laughs> and then perhaps have like a, um, a little pump uh, under the chair. And then I can. And then just just randomly have a child in your arms. <laughs> <laughs> What's that flash then? 
Did you well, see a big flash on the screen then? Oh, I'm freaking out now. Oh, God. Vigo. You've summoned him. <laughs> Vigo the Flasher was one of his less popular. <laughs> the, the Scourge of Allerton Bywater doesn't have the same sort of ring to it. <laughs> got the the Wii Fit out yesterday and I went on it uh, for the first time in a good while and I was in the category of obese so I was like oh wonderful but then you can like change it to say oh I'm gonna lose this amount of weight over three months and I put it as low as I could go and if I lost the maximum amount of weight that was healthy enough I'd still be obese (laughs) so (laughs) that was a pretty low point of the Christmas but Generally, other than that, it was quite nice. Well, is, I've, so I've been speaking to Fatima about this because uh, I've been using this um, smart scale for like a year. You know, it tells you like what your BMI is and what your muscle mass is, and it, it measures everything and just sends it to your phone. And uh, and I'm looking and, and I stepped on it. And I'm currently just under 14 stone. And I stepped on it and it says, it says um, for my age and my height, morbidly obese and I was like am I fuck morbidly obese I'm not even obese where the fuck is this so I was in the bathroom about to have a fucking breakdown and uh, and I shouted Fatima and she and she came in and and, um, and once she got my ass out of the way she was looking she was looking at, she had to find a way and um, she said she said yeah yeah she, goes, she showed me the formula and she was like basically this is like a really retro way of like um of, Determining whether or not you are at a healthy weight by your age and your height is a really old school, non like sort of illogical way of doing it. And it doesn't take mm-hmm. into account things like muscle mass and body water and all of the little, you know, individual bits and pieces. So I wouldn't worry about it. It's, it's exactly yeah. bullshit. So, so as well, Ross, couldn't you have got Fatima to just lift your balls out, out of the way and just see if that made a difference? Yes, it would, <laughs> I know, it would. It would. It may, I mean, two stone in just that's where there's four stone in my belly. That's the title of the podcast already. <laughs> there's... Four stone in me, in me, Bellen. I did push ups to try and trim, trim. I mean, apparently, I need to lose some weight in me cock. <laughs> Which version of Wii Fit is this? I don't remember this one. <laughs> Your um, avatar would be a bit funny looking. <laughs> I didn't know you can add genitals onto it. <laughs> <laughs> Very low centre of gravity. <laughs> it's swinging this way to the left. You need to try. <laughs> <laughs> At least got something to use on the tennis one. Yeah. <laughs> on the ball in as well, but it's bloody painful. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, fine, well, that's that's the podcast. Cocks. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> We're already on Cox. So it's not even five. I'll accept the blame for that. Next time on the Simon and Ross podcast. I used to go to. Uh, 
the hairdressers and have a picture of the girl up to go out. I want my hair to look like that. So <laughs> that it holds a special memory. Like she, she was my sort of like. Now you just hold a Playmobil figure in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just want to look like this. <laughs> Shame you can't do thumbnails for podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry, that'll be on the cover. Don't worry. That's, that's the co- You've just made the cover. Well done. <laughs> I, think it's a, I think it's a Bailey's hot chocolate. Oh, you. Oh. Corona looks absolutely shite now. <laughs> oh, it definitely is. It's nice. It's not even good. It's, it's, it's got piss. This was outside in the back street. <laughs> Yeah, but a lot of the times I'm wrong. Like, I remember yeah. calling, like, dressing gowns, dressing gowns for, like, 20 years. <laughs> and I thought it was called that, and it made sense because you dress down, obviously, when you come back home. So, it, like, it, it's like putting on your dressing gown. Well, did you, did and you talk that... to an event in a dressing gown when, like, someone else had, like, dressed down, you know, type of event, and then you rock up in your dressing gown? Yeah, 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 you're there. Your boss comes up to you and says, Right, tomorrow it's dress down day. (laughs) You know, everyone else in the gym. Luckily, it wasn't that public an event, so I understand another. It was in the kitchen of my second union house.